Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Dolita from the Growth Moment and we have Mazin from Readme today. Hi guys. All right, so we were having a conversation earlier about uh, the regulations on new information technology well, and we have Ma- uh, Lahiru as well. Hi guys. All right, so what do you think about these uh, the regulations that you can implement on uh, new technology companies? So okay. I have some strong views about that, but you okay, know. Okay, so just before this started, we were talking about Facebook, like specifically in that context. So I, my view is this. Right now, Europe, of course, with GDPR, I will. I think they've taken a strong step, and Facebook should ideally apply that to the rest of the world as well. But right now, they didn't. And when you look at the congressional hearings and everything, my view is that right now, Facebook and other tech companies as a whole have a lot of data, and okay. it's time that they take some responsibility over that in ensuring that's safe and not misused. Because we're saying, like, you know, it can be misused. That is that is very true. Like, the, the, the ways that you can misuse information is very powerful. But I think the, the main point over here is that a lot of people confuse two things, which is information, uh, what do you call information manipulation. And yeah. the other thing is privacy, right? Yeah. Because privacy is always about, you know, tracking someone along the lines and making sure that someone purposefully buys a certain thing or well it's actually buying an idea or let's say a product right rather it, i would say it's more like you're influencing them yeah you are influencing them but but the reality is such that everywhere and everything that you see is actually an influence upon it right True. like even uh, even the media let's just say anything that you write and anything that you post it out it's influencing people exactly now that's also where i see what's worrying because like you said Right now, technology has given us the power where you can specifically target an idea or influence a specific type of people. Now, how do you stop that and ensure you know that's accurate? Like, essentially, you take, let's just take Cambridge Analytica. Hmm. Now, they had the power to directly identify who were the voters on the fence and target them with ads. Now, how do you, like, as we saw at the US election, there was a lot of fake news going around that was influencing people. So when you combine that with that accurate targeting, how do you prevent it? Like obviously, of course, like it's fair for a campaign or a business to target a specific type of people. I mean, obviously, you want your advertising to be accurate, valid, and at the same time, you know, you want to ensure you build the right products. You want to ensure, okay, you build stuff people want. True. True. The, the harder line of over here is that you know the moment that you said that it's a very fine line right exactly so like I mean because Wired of course like I was reading up this interesting piece on Wired so Facebook has honestly had a hard time of course drawing the fine line as well because it's not a simple question really true true like uh, like one of the interesting things about Facebook is that if you can get a certain level of access from Facebook uh, the open developers access and Facebook gives partners a separate access and as special partners you get special access so it really depends. Like, for yeah, example, so research institutes actually have... Exactly. That's how Cambridge Analytica happened because, like, Alexander Kogan had more access than, you know, the typical developer because he was an academic. Exactly, right? So that's... that's so there is always going to be loopholes that you can always go around and find and manipulate yeah. it. But that, that's also, I think, why one of the interesting things that Congress pointed out during the years, I can't remember exactly who, but one of the Congress representatives said that, you know, Facebook really needs to carefully audit, you know, who has access to all of its data right now. And 
one thing was that Zuck never re- didn't really have an answer for it. True, true. I think I think if you really ask for that thing, what what you need to have is like who are the actual partners exactly. of Facebook, which no one knows right now. Like okay, now if you go to actually uh, marketing partners on Facebook, you can find out who are the partners. Yeah. But no one knows who are the academic partners. Exactly. Which is a very cre- like a scary one, right? Yeah. But that also gives, brings me to the point of, you know, Zuckerberg says, you know, okay, you have control over your data and everything. But how much control do you really have? It? I mean, like you said, we don't know who are the academic partners or anything. But similarly, I mean, you can say you have control. But interestingly, Amazon can still say the same thing. But have you tried deleting an Amazon account? Yeah. So, so I, 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 I think, so my opinion of this problem is that if you are using Facebook as a service and you are using it in a very particular way and they say that okay you whatever the, the content or things you produce is yours but they still have the the power of sharing whatever the data they want if you really think about it right yeah. only thing is they are writing down and saying our terms of condition use is saying we will not give you this information but they have put such a fine line to it that they don't really make it easy for people to understand exactly I mean, because at the end of the day their business model is so that they uh, sell attention, right? Yeah. And attention targeted like, is like the power. Like they sell targeted attention, like exactly. Yeah. So if you say that you know what, I can go and remove ads on it, or I can literally remove my information. Facebook do allow that, but it's really hard to find. Exactly. You can go and you can, yeah, you can do that technically, but uh, as if, if any of you been following the second day of the com- Congress hearing. So you can actually delete all the information and all that, but then again, there's this thing called uh, shadow profiling, where even if you're not on Facebook, they still maintain data about you. So there's this question of whether, like, even if you go out of Facebook, whether the information is still retained, where you all they anyway have. True, true. So yeah. basically, this is the question of this audience network thing. So imagine yes. just like how J- GDN does it. Now Facebook has. Facebook also shows ads on people's websites, right? Yeah. Which is called the audience network. And on the audience network, if I know from cookies what type of person you are, well, Facebook knows who you are, yeah. but yeah. they will make sure that the tailored ads will get delivered to you. Yeah. So the, 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 I, think, I think you can never stop that from happening. Like imagine you say that, you know what, I'm not going to remove, I'm going to remove this model of getting personal targeted ads. No, because... I say that's already existed for a long time back because it's not Facebook that started. I mean, it's long time back we had Google doing yeah, this. Yeah, so this is yes, true, exactly. right? The, the, I think why everyone's kind of scared about this is because Facebook has access to your social graph, which is no, a bit of a... No, I would say it's not just the social graph, okay. but rather how it's also influencing the real world. I mean, mm-hmm. Cambridge shows, you know, you give that data out. If you can combine with fake news and everything else, you can get a person elected. True, true. So, so the, the way, the way I would say it is, imagine if I were to use Google Ads, right? Yeah. I would do it in such a way that if people are voting for Trump, I will target them. This is a scenario where people who are on the fence or people exactly. who are not, I'm targeting them. Exactly. But GDN ads are not effective to do that true. unless there is no social proof or like social graph behind it. Now, right. moments you see that there is private Facebook groups people thousands of people liking trump's post or like anything you feel like okay this thing has substance like if you go to the donald in reddit and look at it you actually feel like holy shit there is a huge movement behind there's so many people actively doing this right which is imagine that 
It was just seeing like oh, random memes popping up from here and there. You would yeah. just not care, right? Yeah, I mean that's what we're used to every day. Right. So this is this is an interesting conversation of how you can like effectively use ads and like being not just effective but uh, understanding how you can morally do it. Because there is, if you were to like hundred percent capitalize, you can do anything you want in a way, right? You can, right? You, if you are smart enough, you can use tools to do. Not just. I mean, just, I mean, let's say you know, if you had access to that data and that included their access to their login details as well, and let's say you know, you could put out posts on all these like let's say eighty million accounts, like you could probably create some how would I say, literally a fake scenario. Yeah, like you can do. Like for example, you can make something that. Never happen. Exactly. And like the ramifications of that happens through the stock market too. It'll just like the, the you could do currency manipulation with that, right? That's just crazy, right? So I think that is right. So so you can have, look at it then to see how this works in like in Bitcoin scenarios, like how people have private groups and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So it is. It is a very interesting problem, and I think for the next five years or so, we'll have to kind of battle with that problem. Until yeah. someone like yeah, but that's really what slightly frustrates me a bit. Also, I mean, we are expecting it to be a long drawn out battle, mm-hmm. but thing is, then what is the point of you know Congress and the Senate calling Zuckerberg like to hearings? I mean, what's the point? I mean, were we they just trying to say, oh hello, Mr. Zuckerberg, please teach us how the internet works? Oh, I I person I think I think Congress did it to just politicize. I personally think it's just politics. I don't yeah, think there is actually that's yeah, the sad thing. Yeah, it's just politics, right? Yeah. So Republicans coming and asking like, you know, why did, why are you removing no, cons- conservative it's stuff? It's just politics. Yeah, exactly. Right? Say, why do you remove conservative stuff? Mm-hmm. Facebook uh, Democrats coming and asking why did you allow ads to be bought by Russians, right? So. And then you had that one senator who said, so my son. Who's 13 years old is big on Instagram and he wants to give me to give him a shout out. Exactly that that was okay that was bad. I think now it's a good time to end this episode as well. Now it's over 10 minutes, so uh, I shall catch you guys later.